Welcome to the Process Over Profit podcast. I'm here with Danny Falconer, owner of College Movers and High Tech Detailing. Hello, hello. How are you? Good, good. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's Monday. So it's a favorite day for a lot of entrepreneurs because it's the start of a new week. Absolutely. Uh, A lot of people love Mondays. Just it's a grind for a lot of people because they come back to the work. You know, it's after a weekend or come back to work. But for us, it's like we want to go back to work. Exactly. <laughs> it, I mean, it's just like hitting the restart button. You feel refreshed after, you know, a, a weekend. Get get a little bit of rest and mm-hmm. get back to it. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I know you graduated Clemson, mm-hmm. um, and then that's sort of how I guess. I don't know. It's not how I met you, but I, I met you at an event. But that's really. Mm-hmm. All I know about your background, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I'm a I'm a Midwest boy, you know, corn corn raised. Um, grew up in a small town, Illinois, about 3,500 people. Um, from there, uh, you know, I was always involved with with sports, and mm-hmm. so um, loved loved uh, the competition of that. Mm-hmm. And um, from I mean, after that, decided to to go off to college. And ended up going to Co College my freshman year um, to play football there. It turns out, you know, college football just wasn't for me, and um, wanted to go to a bigger school and a warmer area for sure. Mm. So I transferred to Clemson. Um, spent three and a half years there. Switched from uh, being a physics major at Co College to a civil engineering major at uh, at Clemson to eventually. You know, going business business management. Yeah. What made you switch from all those to finally business? Yeah. So, um, I mean, ever since I was a little kid, I've I've always wanted to run my own business. I mean, I mean, I always started off like anytime it'd snow, we get a snow day. A lot of kids would would be sleeping in. I'd get my friends up and we'd go shovel some driveways mm-hmm. or uh, go rake some leaves or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so, um, I. Going off that, you know, I I always wanted to own my bit, like run my own business. Business, um, so uh, I rent, I started off with physics. I was uh, planning on going into engineering. Wanted to do that for maybe like five years because it's just such a well-paying job. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I was like, I'm gonna do this for five years, make make a good mo- good amount of money, and then be able to you know have enough capital to start my own business. Um, but luckily, I was able to kind of uh, find my way. Um, find my way around that into, uh, I figured, you know, might as well get into business mm-hmm. if that's what I eventually want to get in, eventually want to end up doing. So. Yeah. Yeah. So what, like, I guess with the engineering and physics and all it's, you wanted to have a job to then have the capital to, to start businesses. So you always sort of wanted to start something. It's just, then you switched and you're like, you know, I'm just going to completely not do that. I'm not going to yeah. get a job. I'm going to be completely different than a lot of what schools and just life teaches us. Yeah. And you're going to go straight and start your own company. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I mean, growing up, it, I mean, it's definitely a uh, school is definitely important. And, and for me, it was school was such an important thing, especially going to college was mm-hmm. such an important thing um, because of the education, but mostly because of, you know, the people that you meet in the you know, you see the opportunities, you see people, you know, really wealthy people come from really wealthy places, people coming from, you know, um, lower end income. Um, but you see that, you know, you can make the most out of whatever you have with uh, wherever you're at. And you just have to kind of go out there searching for the opportunity. Yeah. I mean, definitely since I did business, uh, 
studied entrepreneurship and marketing. Mm -hmm. So I was living in the business school in college, basically. Um, yeah. And I definitely think college helps you with a lot of things that are great for life. Um, and it's definitely needed for a lot of professions that, you know, you need schooling for like doctors, exactly. uh, like anything medical. Um, mm -hmm. But for business, I know, I think I, I've learned a lot just from life experiences too, and just doing. Yeah. I mean, I read a lot of cases in, in business school from stuff and 2000, 2000, 2004. Mm -hmm. um, I don't even think there was anything past 2000, really like 10. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's pretty old. Uh, it's stuff you definitely still need to know though. And it's like HR practices and stuff that continues to uh, be in business. Mm -hmm. But there's also a lot of things that just continually change and things you need to learn on your own, not, not that you can read from. Yeah. Someone else running a multi-million dollar company and you're over here bootstrapping it, you know, it's just, it's just completely different experiences. Yeah. And, and that's the cool thing about business is that, um, <laughs> I mean, I guess this goes with a lot of different things, but unlike, unlike math where, you know, there's a step, uh, step by step, you know, this is the process that you take to get to the, the outcome or this is the answer um, with, with business, you can really, you know, you can go many different routes and you can kind of, uh, you can kind of orchestrate um, your business to be ran in the way that you want it to be run. You know, if mm -hmm. you want to, if you want to focus on, you know, really, really pounding in on the marketing side, um, which is really important. Mm -hmm. um, or if you want to go more, um, you know, word of mouth and just, you know, go out and meet a bunch of people, you can do that. Um, but it's really just about, it's really just about, you know, staying, staying consistent towards something. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. So how did you, get started. I know you, you said you wanted to get a job and use that capital to get started. Um, but usually it's always like a step is mm -hmm. going in the right direction, whether it be a job and you know, you use that capital to start or you just be like, I have nothing. I'm going to make a website for free and just go out and hustle. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, there's sort of two different ways to start mm -hmm. and none of them are bad, mm -hmm. but what, what's your story? So, um, the hustle was always in me, as I said, you know, even from, I mean, I was probably about eight years old when I, when mm -hmm. I started just going out and doing the, uh, you know, shoveling snow and just finding, finding different little ways to, uh, get my friends to help me make money. Um, but, uh, it really started for me. It really started for me back in high school when, um, I, I got a job working for, as like a bus boy for a restaurant. Um, but I got, I, I, you know, I just wanted to try to do like work the hardest and be mm -hmm. the hardest worker there, even though I was just doing, you know, just being a busboy, clean tables, mm -hmm. um, not even making tips. Um, and, but, but the owner of the business like saw me and, and saw that, you know, I was someone that was willing to work hard. And, um, from there, you know, I was able to get an opportunity to, you know, help out, um, as far as like landscaping and odd jobs around their house. And they were also, um, a realtor, um, as well so and they had um they would have houses that need to be um cleaned out after you know after people residents moved out that were renting or um cleaned up as far as far as you know if there was uh or if repairs i guess as far as like bringing ac units and mm -hmm. um and from there when i when i got to uh co-college my freshman year of college i um began i got in with a, a professor there um because you know i was just i just would constantly I'd let people know or just say, Hey, you know, I've been looking for a job or I, you know, you have to make the opportunity known to other people for mm -hmm. them to see that, you know, there's a need there. Um, and I got a really cool job, you know, again, helping out with, uh, um, with a guy who had a uh, American family, um, insurance, 
um, company and um, he would have me come out there and I, I was painting, painting like his building, you know, basically a bunch of odd jobs. I've always kind of been like the odd job guy. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, um, I've always been super detail oriented and that's why I think people, people trusted me to, you know, they, they give me a task and they, I mean, they wouldn't be watching over me to make sure that I got done because they trust that I'd get done. And, um, you know, I've, I've always just like through sports and through, um, I'm just someone that likes to move. I'm not sure if it's the ADD in me that just, yeah. I gotta, yeah. I gotta always be doing something. Um, so it was the perfect combination for me there in college. And then, um, once I got to Clemson, um, my roommate ended up, he had a detailing business and he's actually the, um, co-owner with me now of the high tech detail. So he's the, the founder of that. Um, but again, just seeking opportunity there. And, um, he, he gave me a shot, um, detailing. And so I was a hard worker. Um, and I actually ended up taking a break for a little bit um, because I got a I got a, um, an opportunity with another startup moving company down in Clemson, and um, eventually, you know, it, it it started off as me and the two owners, and mm -hmm. it blew up into we had about fifty movers, and I was uh, I was trying to orchestrate I was trying to you know manage um, the the moving company with the uh, with with school you know I was taking because I was since I transferred, I had more classes and everything. Mm -hmm. So I mm -hmm. had to manage, um, you know, I was taking 18 to 21 credits about every That's semester. Yeah, and then yeah. also, um, also had, uh, the, the moving company, which I mean, towards the end of the last year, we had over like 50 movers and we mm -hmm. were, you know, so it was, it was definitely go, go, go. But I mean, through that, going back to what you said about the personal, um, you know, the, the actual experiences, the physical experience, like, the hands-on experiences of actually going out and doing something rather than, you know, you have the combination of learning it in school, but also applying it mm -hmm. is like the perfect, um, is like the, the perfect, uh, matchup to, yeah. to really. Yeah. And it's been brought learn. up before, you know, whether they can teach entrepreneurship or it's actually basically within you. And I definitely think it's within you because yeah. you're taking 21 credit hours and mm -hmm. still running a company like that's yeah. hard work. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people typically don't see that when it comes to entrepreneurs because well, they're first flying stuff on social media mm -hmm. with the Lambos or, you know, yeah. the travelers or whatever, but it's yeah. really the, it's the grind. They just like to work hard. And as you said, just be the best at what you're doing. Yeah. And so absolutely. how, why just, why'd you get into services? I mean, services are a lot harder than mm -hmm. let's say like trying to sell a product or uh, maybe there's just assumptions behind it that, mm -hmm. that it is harder, but I mean, it's moving companies. So yeah. you're, you're, you're carrying boxes for yeah. what, eight hours a day and mm -hmm. or on your hands and knees cleaning boats. So yep. like, why would you pick services over something else? Well, the cool thing about services is you, um, you really have an opportunity to stand out. Um, again, like in the service industry, it's tough work, but it's not necessarily the toughest industry to get into as far as, cause like a lot of people don't want to be doing that. They don't, you know, they don't want to, especially it's upfront. Um, mm -hmm. You have to be doing all the grunt work until yeah. you have, until you can get big enough that or be able to you know hire on some employees or um, or independent contractors in our mm -hmm. case. Um, but uh, it's the the toughest part is just you know the actual actual starting up because you you're not only running a startup from the from the um, back end but you're also you know you have to go out and actually physically exert yourself and wear yourself out but i mean for me it's it's kind of like getting paid to work out i guess mm -hmm. um, yeah. and i think that's what kind of separates me from you know someone else who would want to just um 
that that's what drew me towards this uh the service industry rather okay. than a different industry because it was something i just i i inherently knew and i like the competitiveness of mm -hmm. you know actually physically doing something yeah and i guess to strive for you to be the literally best of the best and of in what you do is what's replicated in service i mean it mm -hmm. really just comes down to you doing your service yeah versus like a product quality might not be there it's you yourself interacting with your client and doing what they want and exceeding expectations yeah that are what boosts your business and mm -hmm. what keeps you afloat yeah i mean you get to prove yourself uh the service industry i mean it's not it, it has a bad rep for you know people slacking off or people you know trying to eat the clock or you know doing um kind of a half job mm -hmm. um and so if you if you do a good job you know it's it's inherent that people are going to notice you and, and you're going to be set apart just just through that alone mm -hmm. and we've we've talked about this before um in our last meeting about marketing but mm -hmm. there's a lot of as i said social media and posts about there about people you know in real estate and and uh like forex and trading and mm -hmm. drop shipping and a lot of stuff that just makes it starting business seem easy to do and that there's no barriers of entry so i know i was talking to you and your your co-owner uh mm -hmm. about yeah yeah about making moving and those harder services more of something that's easier maybe or uh mm -hmm. looks better to people who want to start something out of college mm -hmm. maybe yeah and i think uh i mean that's that's maybe my uh my niche that I try to, or my maybe more of uh, something that I'm, I'm more gifted towards is just being able to simplify things or, you know, automate things and, mm -hmm. and get things. It, it all starts from that base, base level. If you can, if you can build a solid base and, um, and get your, you know, um, ducks in a row, so to say, mm -hmm. um, from the start, then it's going to be a lot easier to maintain that. And I think um, being thorough, that's, that's the most important part of the process is being thorough at the beginning. Um, so that way, you know, mm -hmm. it's run, everything's run smooth from there. Yeah. Yeah. What are some things in business that you uh, can relate to other life experiences or vice versa, like life experiences you, you use in business, obviously just meeting people in general and just being a kind person is something everyone needs whether yeah. it's business or uh, human relationships, but what are some things that you've noticed that, oh, I've specifically learned this through business and maybe even business mentors that you've, you can use in life or. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think business is, is starting a business is the best thing that you can do. And I wish I would have done it earlier. You know, if I would have started in middle school or like if this was something that was incorporated in school, it's mm -hmm. just, you learn so much as far as like soft skills um you know communicating working with people negotiating um you learn quick that you can't just tell someone hey this is what i want you to do mm -hmm. um or hey uh you know like you can't just promise something and then not uphold it because then that's i mean especially in the service industry that's your whole that's your whole business if once you lose your integrity mm -hmm. once you <laughs> once you get a little uh, shade on your company then your yeah. whole business is yeah i mean ruined um, pr marketing right there exactly <laughs> i mean and um so Soft skills are, are a huge part of it, um, as well as, you know, you really have to, you learn tenacity. You learn that, um, you know, hard work pays off and that, um, that, you know, it, <laughs> that 
is it, it's that kind of that delayed gratification, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> starting off a business and you start up any start any startup, you're gonna be you're gonna be kind of uh, scrambling at the beginning, starting off, um, especially like I mean, especially if you're not starting off a lot with a lot of capital, you know, you kind of gotta you gotta kind of um, find find your way as 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 you are also you know trying to build a business, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and so you learn, you learn to, um, be resourceful, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially with like, you know, limited funds, limited supplies and everything like that. Um, but you also, uh, you learn, you learn that there's a great reward, um, through, through that process mm-hmm. and that, you know, it's a lot more rewarding to, to have something that you work for that you built, um, mm-hmm. than to, you know, skimp by and, and try to find an easy way out for now. Mm-hmm. So it's tenacity hard work and the reward is there. It just might not be in your fingertips at the moment. Yeah. It's delayed. Yeah. So it's a, mm-hmm. it's a marathon, not a sprint for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it's yeah. something to constantly. And he on. said recently that you want to start a business even earlier. I mean, you still are super young. We're both under the age of what? 26. Yeah. Like I'm 23 and you're what? 24. 24. Yep. So we're, we're young <laughs> as everyone calls it. We're still babies basically as a lot of people would say. Yeah. But, you want to start it even sooner like yeah i mean i mean i just think like this i think that the skills that you learn um sports have been the biggest contribution for me as far as um being able to uh work with others and mm-hmm. also kind of give me that competitive edge to you know want to work harder and not just you know those days when you wake up and you know you, especially in the business you wake up and you don't have um a direct benefit to you you mm-hmm. know right away from yeah. you know i'm going to go to Get some things done or hey i can i can just chill around watch tv all day you know you have to find um you have to, you have to find a way to kind of to motivate yourself um which is I mean, do you think that's the hardest part for entrepreneurs is finding self-motivation or i mean i we, we said it's so all they're a person you know, you know it's not like taught so it's it you know we're, we're battling with a lot and then you know a yeah. lot of entrepreneurs i can go go through like depression a lot of big mental things mm-hmm. because of this. Yeah. Like it's not something that to take lightly, like self-motivation is hard. And that's mm-hmm. why there's so many books out there about it. Mm-hmm. And that's what even other people within other professions want it to. Mm-hmm. But with entrepreneurs, it, it's more evident. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, that's why, that's why you see every, every, uh, after Christmas, you know, every, after New Year's people get back and the gym memberships mm-hmm. boost up, but then you see them die out after, um, after you know january february um because it's just a skill that i think you know it's, it's something that you can't just you can't get quick and mm-hmm. um you can either choose to avoid it or you can kind of dig into it press through it and and learn how to um kind of uh kind of uh pave the way for yourself you know mm-hmm. you know are, are you gonna stop short or are you gonna finish yeah. the race i like that pave the way for yourself that's that's good yeah. do you have any cool stories or I mean, we're going to go both ends here. So we're going to go cool stories and maybe some whack stories, but you've, you've, oh, absolutely. You're moving and high tech detailing. And so I would assume that you have some pretty stories, maybe clients. Obviously, we're not naming any names here, but uh, maybe you moved a weird object or. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, um, as far as cool stories, um, while, while I was in Clemson, we had the opportunity to be able to help out with the biggest, um, student housing complex in the nation. Um, and that was, um, that was pretty exciting, especially mm-hmm. cause, um, I was the one heading it 
and, and I was managing um, up to 25 guys at a time. Wow. Um, and, and a lot of these guys were actually new guys because they needed so many guys that we, mm -hmm. we didn't have that many yeah. guys available with school going on and yeah. everything as well. Um, but it was cool because I was working, I was working, we, we were working from like 5 a.m. and I'd be there till 9 or 10, 10 p.m. at night because um, we were moving in all their appliances. The apartment complex mm -hmm. had, uh, th they had a contract with a big um, appliance company and that appliance company ended up last minute bailing on them. Wow. So they had to switch wow. up. Wow. So uh, they called us in and um, they still had a lot of work to do on the grounds, but the, but the people were supposed to be moving in like the week after they hired us. Mm -hmm. And we um, started off as a job just to move in the, the new residence. Um, but it quickly turned into, you know, I was just voicing my, I, I would talk to the the head guy that was talking, that was working with us that, Hey, if you need any other help, like let us know. And he's mm -hmm. like, you know, we're actually really behind on a ton of things. We've got like shipments coming in at 5am with semi trucks of, mm -hmm. you know, refrigerators, um, stoves, any, any, you know, any, uh, apartment appliance. Mm -hmm. Um, and we were just, we were, I, we, I, we were able to get, you know, 25 guys out there at 5 a.m., college guys waking up early, and we were just hustling, yeah. um, just uh, hauling things up to the fourth floor by stairs and everything, all yeah, construction's so going on around us. Um, but we we were able to pull it off, and it was just one of the most rewarding things. And, um, and you know, it's just a, a, a cool thing to see these guys um, come together and, and be able to become like a team family through that, too. Mm -hmm. It just, you, you saw that... Um, the camaraderie between everyone there yeah so you saying that was, i guess a good memory you've had probably good but also hardest you know i, yeah. I like how there's a combination of that when it comes yeah. to entrepreneurship is it's the hardest thing that we could possibly do but there's nothing else we'd rather be doing absolutely and i i would i mean just a side note here that um i've, I've really learned through entrepreneurship that you should push you should you know if there's something that you're trying to avoid whether it's you know getting up to work out or uh, eating right, um, or just any type of uh, type of thing that you keep pushing off, um, that, you know, it's, you should expect things to be tough because, mm -hmm. you know, that that's how you grow and that's how you learn lessons, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's a, opposed to a lot of stuff you'll expect. Obviously mm -hmm. like people don't want it to be tough. You know? yeah. People want to be comfortable. People want it given to them almost. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, um, it's easy to do, but that's why I think, uh, you know, that, that just leads to unfulfilling life where, you know, you're always, you're always cutting yourself short for a, a instant gratification of, you know, getting off or yeah. we always treat, we always treat our future selves, um, just like poorly. Mm -hmm. We always say, Oh, future me will, yeah. future me will get it together. Yeah. I mean, that's it's also, easy to do that. Yeah. That's also with goals too. Like it's good to have lofty goals, but it, that's the hard part about business too, is that, you know, you're doing little steps here and there to get to that goal, mm -hmm. but you know, you're not seeing necessarily like the, the touch point, the checkpoints of to get there, you know, you, it's good to set smaller goals too. So you can actually give yourself some self gratification too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But like the big goal could be, you know, you're, you're, you're multi-million dollar company mm -hmm. and you know, it's, it might not be overnight, you know, you're, mm -hmm. it's the day by day of going and talking with people shooting your shot you know if you if you didn't talk with that guy and say like hey if you need any more work mm -hmm. then after that you wouldn't get more work and yeah so it's shooting your shot talking with people and it's truly that the hustle that mm -hmm. pays off mm -hmm. absolutely i mean 
that's I think that's uh that's uh one of the morals of my life story so far is that you know you constantly have to you constantly have to put yourself out there and just take the take the risk whether it's you know just asking asking the hey mm-hmm. is there a job is there a job opening here you know hey uh, I'm willing to do this job even though like, like going back to the bus boy getting paid minimum minimum wage um, mm-hmm. there's opportunities wherever wherever you apply yourself as long as you're looking for it yeah that's good that's good that relates to literally anything in business people, people yeah. wanting nine to fives and the typical mm-hmm. life for people wanting to do entrepreneurship yeah and absolutely and i think that's what i mean that's what that's what separates you know an entrepreneur from um the rest of the world i guess and i i don't think there's anything wrong with going into an employee type of job but it, it's just the type of you have to be built in a way to um to be willing to put yourself out there to mm-hmm. you know uh, suffer a little bit now mm-hmm. and um, and have a vision of what the future could be. Mm-hmm. Have you had any struggles or issues with uh, portraying vision to people sometimes? Because obviously, like, it can be far out, but I, you're doing pretty well for a detailing <laughs> company. I mean, I've, I've yeah. given you some clients uh-huh. personally. Absolutely. But it's sometimes hard to portray vision to people because it, it you know, it's far out they're not used to it mm-hmm. you're used to it because it's your day-to-day and it's what you like as mm-hmm. a human being mm-hmm. but even like talking with like parents yeah you know, like they want me to you know go to raleigh charlotte atlanta and yeah big boy job be comfortable make enough money have a family yeah you know set out normal life that's what mm-hmm. literally we're growing up to do yeah versus i'm over here in small beach town because i like yeah. living here because it's a beach town yeah and starting to do a marketing company and you know it might not be Mm -hmm. that i'm making uh 100k a month yeah yeah but you know working towards that hopefully i get there (laughs) yeah exactly i mean it's it's uh it's you know if you want to go safer out then you'll get the safe option but um but it's it's a risk and i think with everything you know um obviously i think you should listen to your parents Mm -hmm. for for a lot of things but um it's hard to get input from someone who's never done something that mm-hmm. you're doing. Um, so I like what you just said there, that the safe route is still at risk too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that there's obviously risk about going on your own mm-hmm. and we're, we're managers of risk. That's what entrepreneurs mm-hmm. are. You know, I don't, uh, some people don't have significant others. They don't have kids, you know, we're, yeah. we're managing risk accordingly because we don't have certain things we mm-hmm. have to actually pay for. Yeah. But you know, some people do and they're mm-hmm. managing risk differently, mm-hmm. but also going that safe route, Mm-hmm. is still a risk too it absolutely is and and you know i think the biggest thing like like it's so prevalent in this current time right now with corona mm-hmm. you know those people who i mean people people have been getting laid off or you know um getting uh pay cuts because uh business businesses you know they they aren't operating maybe at the capacity that they used to or mm-hmm. um and so you you there's always uncertainty with any route that you go um but um i think that being said you know if you're going to go work a job go work a job and give 100 percent. if you're mm-hmm. going to go start a yeah. business go start a business and give 100 um, mm-hmm. it's what you want to do yeah but so, be consistent with that yeah. and if you have that and that goes back to you know if you have a vision pursue it relentlessly mm-hmm. until that vision is yeah. true you know? yeah i like that i mean 
I I've listened to way I watched way too much Gary V. Um, <laughs> Absolutely, but, you know he's all about live life until the regret. Mm -hmm. So like you don't want to be sixty over here and be like, oh, I wish I started a company. Mm -hmm. Like that's why I'm doing it now. Mm -hmm. It's because when I can, it's what I wanted to do. Like I enjoyed, I did have a nine to five mm -hmm. and or longer mm -hmm. um, for like six months right out of college. Yeah. great. Love where I was. Loved employers. Loved coworkers. Whatever. Yeah, but it's. You know, it's not really what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Like, I was fine with it. I was comfy. I was getting a salary. You know, I was mm -hmm. so again healthy money coming in. Mm -hmm. But it's not what I really wanted to do. And I didn't want to get to that point where I was continually wondering, like, when am I going to start this business? Mm -hmm. When am I going to do this? You know, mm -hmm. living with when and regret of maybe what if I didn't do that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think that's, I mean, that's that's the entrepreneur mindset right there. Is that you're more scared of of looking back and wondering what if than you know actually mm -hmm. taking the risk now and yeah and I definitely think like there's a lot to say when it comes to doing things and then thinking about like what if this happened uh, what if this other thing happened like yeah. you're in it you know it already happened like certain things occurred to where that make you here now mm -hmm. versus like if something else happened like a, a bus stopped at a red light and you stop behind him or like some like minute thing mm -hmm. could have changed your life completely mm -hmm. but people are thinking about this one thing that happened to them that like what it, they're they're making their own scenarios in their heads yeah yeah but really like any little thing that happens can change literally anything in your mm -hmm. life and so it's living literally in the present is the best and living without regret yeah absolutely and and um i think uh I think that's the biggest thing is we tend to make giants out of, was it giants out of mountains out of molehills? Yeah, yeah. mountains out of molehills, you yeah. know, in, in our heads. And it's so easy to talk yourself out of doing something or, you know, talk yourself into, mm -hmm. you know, taking the more convenient option or the more safe yeah. um, option. Um, but then we get just, we get stuck, you know, you're, you're at a fork in the road, but yet you never, you never go down either road. Mm -hmm. And then you, you end up, you know, yeah. lost in the dark. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yep. Yeah. Well, do you have any, I guess, tips for people within business school? I know, I know you changed majors. Yeah. But a lot. But uh, do you have any tips for someone maybe in business school right now thinking about starting something, starting a company? Mm -hmm. um, maybe, you know, like I was in college. I just didn't think I had the capital enough to do something. Yeah. You know, I was, I was sitting in inhaling information and thought that was fine. Mm-hmm. But then once I'm do, out here doing it on my own and doing it myself, I'm like, oh, that's a lot better option. Like why? Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people are just sitting back and, you know, it, it's fine being that in college, people are saying they're learning, but people are learning for the rest of your life. I'm mm -hmm. still learning. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we're learning in the process of building business, too. Mm -hmm. So is there any obviously the call action is huge. So mm -hmm. it's do now. Mm -hmm. It's good to learn, but learn from experiences, too, and do yeah. now. Yeah. So do you have any any tips that you you that you've learned that you can give to people in business school or who like want to be entrepreneurs? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, in school, that's your best opportunity to I mean, build your network. That's the best mm -hmm. networking group you'll ever be in because you're you're um, around people that are going to be going into accounting, people that are going to finance, economics, you know, um, all these engineering. So mm -hmm. um, you you are meeting all these future um, future successes. Mm -hmm. um and you have you have them right there before you know 
um, and you can you can form personal relationships. And that's not to say, all right, yeah. I'm going to use my friend as a business resource. <laughs> yeah. But um, just just uh, it just goes out. I mean, you can start building the soft skills there. You're 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 trying to you're building friendships. That's the same thing as you know going out and trying to talk to someone about why they should use your, your business. You know, why should someone be your friend? Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but while you're in school, you again you can um, you can think think about and write down you know all right what are the things that i think i need and if i think i need them go out and actually find some find some real life experiences to back that up mm-hmm. if you think that you know if you think for me my misconception was all right well i gotta go get some desk job or i gotta go get like a, a job that i'm gonna suffer a little bit mm-hmm. to, so to do a job i don't yeah. want to do yeah um and and then I got it. I mean, I went out, found an internship, was working at a, a desk job, and I worked really hard at it. And I feel like, you know, I I still gained, um, I still learned through that. I learned a lot of um, about. I was working with the CRM, customer relationship management softwares, mm-hmm. um, and I was still able to learn from that. But I also learned that that wasn't something that yeah, I was yeah, I was yeah. willing to sacrifice for. I was mm-hmm. interested in. And if if you are set, if if you don't want to do that route, and as I said from the beginning. You don't have to go that route. You can find an alternative route. You can find, you know, you can find whether it's, you know, expanding your network. So that way, you know, more people that you can refer. People love that. Um, Mm -hmm. If you're younger, you have you have a lot more experience with technology, like what you're doing right here. Mm -hmm. You know, doing a podcast, you have you have the technical skills. You're learning in in college that a lot of um, well-established businesses, they have a hard time changing or they don't want to put the time to, to understand it where, you know, we've been on Instagram, we've been on Facebook mm-hmm. like all our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you need to, I mean, look into the things are, right, what are my, what are my assets? What are my things that kind of make me, uh, you know, set me apart and going back to what I said before, you know, for me, I feel like is being able to systemize, being able to, you know, simplify mm-hmm. um, things that are, are difficult. And if there is something that seems difficult, like, Find a find a, find a solution to that then, because if and if there's not a solution out there, then that's that's your business right there. Mm-hmm. You can yeah <laughs> go into that yeah for yeah. I mean exactly. you, you learn that in business school too. Is you're training a product that people need or something that's just not out there. Yeah, it's literally the the exactly what constitutes a business. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and and um, there's a lot more there's a lot more to to college. There's a lot more to college than just going to class. Um, mm-hmm. And um, find, find what interests you. I think, um, even before I became switched over to business, I, uh, got into podcasts. Like I, I'm mm-hmm. a podcast and like audiobook fanatic. I'll be mm-hmm. listening at like 1.5, two times speed just so I can listen to more podcasts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who are you listening to right now? Um, so a big, uh, I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks actually recently. Okay. Um, so right now I've been listening to, um, start with why by Simon Sinek. Um, but I also, I've been kind of trying to switch it up a little bit with like, uh, nonfiction books, um, or, or yeah, nonfiction books like, uh, Nelson Mandela's, uh, Long Walk to Freedom. Um, I feel like that was, that's kind of relevant with, uh, mm-hmm. it's just a political, it, it has a little, and I'm not a super political guy, but just kind I of mean, seeing anything by him kind, kind, of, <laughs> kind of seeing someone who's revolutionary who did dude did something great yeah because here's voice and exactly <laughs> and, right yeah, yeah and then um I'll be like that's a good like before before bed bug <laughs> right interesting, there right him, yeah um whispering you to sleep <laughs> exactly <laughs> so i mean that that was good um and that's not a typical thing because i feel like i started off 
I, I dove into the the business, uh, the personal growth, um, but then also, you know, I want to educate myself outside of that too. Yeah. So find the, um, going back to the books I've been listening to, so I, Nelson Mandela's uh, Long Walk to Freedom. That's good. It's a it's a long book, um, but also uh, Man Searching for Meaning is about a guy who was a um, he was a Jew in a concentration camp and kind of talking through the psychology behind it, um, which was really interesting to see. You know, he kind of took like, uh, you know, human principles as far as how, how humans react to suffering. And also, I mean, he talked about how um, we have an incredible ability to adapt and mm -hmm. how, um, you know, again, suffering is a thing that um, isn't always a bad thing. Like, mm -hmm. And that's incredible to hear from someone that went into a concentration camp. Yeah. But he also found a way to find hope and also, um, and also you know, uh, empower others even mm -hmm. in um the midst of suffering mm -hmm. and i think that's that you always have a choice in mm -hmm. life you always have a choice to you know go start a business you always have a choice to find find a way to to uh, get to the place you want to be and it's just yeah. not it's, it's a matter of fact it's it's a matter of how much you're willing to actually um invest in that mm -hmm. it's taking those principles even learning from that mm -hmm. and applying them to business too like immediately once you said you like suffering is not a bad thing like it obviously is uh -huh. but even like with business you know i mean like, i hear like losing like you 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 know you lose a client or uh you're not doing as good as you think you are you know you're mm -hmm. still, still learning from that though so like oh i know a lot of entrepreneurs were basically addicted to losing yeah. because they're learning from it mm -hmm. yeah it, it, yeah it's what gary v preaches too mm -hmm. but yeah i mean it, every experience should be every experience should be a learning opportunity and that's what i mean i said that earlier with mm -hmm. uh even with the internship i feel like there's still things that i was able to take out of it even with uh even being a bus boy you know i learned how to it kind of went into detailing i learned mm -hmm. how to be detail oriented on how to keep ahead of um keep ahead of you know the tables that were uh getting cluttered up so that way you know it could i could help out my the servers and mm -hmm. you know it goes into just uh and then also just at my my love for uh making things easier mm -hmm. or, or finding a better solution to doing something as well. Do you think it's probably hard for some people, <clears throat> but as an entrepreneur or even business person managing the self growth, but also learning and also doing your business and or job mm -hmm. all within your life. Like mm -hmm. it's obviously a lot to do in a day. Obviously I'm making content and I do marketing. So mm -hmm. I know making content takes forever to do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, sitting down, reading, working out, you know, all that adds up. Yeah. And obviously, like, it's a good thing. But is there is there a way that you think they help people manage that better? I know you do it pretty, pretty well. But do you have anything to help other people, you know, who are trying to manage? You know, I want to do this and mm -hmm. I want to be better at this. Um, you hit that a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. um, but managing all that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the biggest thing is... Uh, there's a book called uh, Start Tomorrow Today, and um, I actually never, I haven't finished it yet, so, but I'm going to reference <laughs> it anyways. Um, there's, but it talks about how, um, you know, every night before you go to bed, you just write out your three main tasks, and I think it's easy to, to overcomplicate our, our life with, uh, you know, I'm going to, I've got a, a list of, um, you know, 20 things to do, and I want to, I want to get it all done tomorrow, but then you set yourself off, you set yourself up. Um, for disappointment. Mm -hmm. And if you think about, I mean, the 80-20 rule as far as like, you know, 
you only 20% of the things that you do is, is going to make 80% of the difference that, um, that happens. So just mm -hmm. trying to, trying to narrow down and actually take the time, take the time to, uh, to figure out what are the important things. And, and, you know, um, it's also about, um, it's also about, you know, being able to say no to things that yeah. being able to say, say no to you do have to, it is, I mean, it's a sacrifice again I'm to real bad at that. I like doing everything. Yeah, so. exactly. And that's, I mean, that's a, that's a big lesson I learned in college too. You can't, wear myself out. you can't, you can't always be having always fun and, something better, and then working yeah. and then also trying to go to school too. So it's mm -hmm. a balance. Um, but, but I found weird, like empty time during mm -hmm. school. Like, I mean, school, school is great. Yeah. I think I do, do inherently well at school. Yeah. So, you know, it comes natural to me, but also mm -hmm. I was, having time and uh started the UNCW CrossFit team and club and mm -hmm. so I was able to do things that obviously helped me later in business but just that time management thing mm -hmm. that I think people you learn really well in college is maybe not like learning how to stay up till two and then wake up at seven and <laughs> yeah <laughs> study a lot it's kind of um, a it hits and, in waves for sure yeah and managing all of that and then other people like peer pressure and all that you learn a lot for time management while I was in college yeah but I mean, it, it helps you in business too, like yeah. learning how to learn and do work and then yeah, self-growth. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I think that 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 time management aspect is, is again, one of the, through, through business, especially if you're trying to run a business, you yeah. really have to be on top of that. And um, uh, that being said though, uh, being continue, being, being relentless in your pursuit of be becoming, you know, someone with good habits, someone that, you know, is able to manage your time effectively um, through that process. You're not going to be able to overnight and you're going to get frustrated mm -hmm. um, when that doesn't happen. Um, right. Especially right away. So um, being able to kind of give yourself um, grace if you do mess up and being able to just jump back on the horse um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and learn, mm -hmm. learn from it. Yeah. Well, that, that's really good. Yeah. You got any goals coming up for, I know you probably get asked it by a lot of people. Like, oh, uh, your, your big yeah. goals in the next five, 10, et cetera, years. You got any big goals? I know. Yeah. Maybe starting some, like, I don't say franchise location. Like to see. You're trying to grow. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, growth is, uh, um, growth is always the, uh, the goal and um, kind of, seeing how uh you know we're, we're developing the biz the moving company to be more of like a tech at least from our side tech company as far as you know we want to be able to provide mm -hmm. um the the locations with um the the back the back end to be able to fully automate everything and be able to um make things run as as smoothly as possible as well as being able to provide the opportunity um, to students or people who, you know, don't have the capital to mm -hmm. be able to start up something that yeah. is affordable, like incredibly affordable, um, to be able to do. Um, so we've got, I mean, the growth.
um, get everything um, running as smoothly as we want. Um, so definitely uh, the the down the road, you know, I think I think within five years we'll be in most U.S. states, hopefully for, for the moving company with the detailing company. Um, just being able to uh, to duplicate um, duplicate the leadership that you know we we have mm-hmm. into um, you know the the owners again that that for each branch as well, and being able to see that grow and, and become something that we can. Um, we can systemize into uh, into uh, a program that that makes it easy. Although it's detail oriented, and there's so much stuff to it, and you can almost like you could almost never be perfect on anything that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but being able to simplify that process and and be able to have that is uh, is a big goal for for us within you know these next couple of years. Um, so I mean, those are those are two big goals. Is is you know the automation process of the the detailing company and the the growth in um our leaders that we have Mm -hmm. as well as uh for the the moving company being able to see the growth uh there in in hopefully the nation within the next five years yeah definitely the east coast yeah well i definitely think it's a great goal to have i mean it's not something immediately when people think of moving companies you know think of oh i gotta have a couple trucks, you know, mm-hmm. got to have a, 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 a building and you know, have, yeah. gotta have a lot of staff. They're like, okay, that's a really like a lot of zeros. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Half a mil, you know, like I don't have that as mm-hmm. a, as a, a young entrepreneur. And mm-hmm. so I think it's really cool what you're doing to try to um, equip and have people learn who yeah. are younger and who want to, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, we're we trying can, to equip the marketing or, you know, you can do drop shipping or yeah. whatever if you're in school and do things that, um, evidently a lot lower capital to the start mm-hmm. but you're taking something that has a lot of assumptions behind it and making it into something that's a whole lot easier yeah definitely trying to you know eliminate the stereotype as far as just starting a business the cost that it should take as well as you know um i mean trying to get rid of the the broke college student um mm-hmm. stereotype as well because yeah. um I mean, I think it's just due to them spending money on probably food and alcohol. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that adds up. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. But then them actually using that hustle to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe, you know, they they can't go out on a Friday night hang out with friends. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe they're, if they're doing sports, you know, it's Mm -hmm. maybe it's in the gym Mm -hmm. uh, or on sports because you're going to learn a lot through that. Mm -hmm. But maybe it's also you're out networking. You know, you have to get up early and I do garage showing a little bit so i'm up mm-hmm. on saturday mornings yep. you know sometimes really early to yep. try to get the early bird uh Absolutely. pricing and products yeah. before they're gone yeah but, uh, it's just giving up some things because you enjoy the hustle um but also knowing that you're gonna learn from that yeah and i mean life's a balance and, and i think that it's also important you're gonna burn out if you go full force and just go work mode for a week or two weeks or a month, you know, I'm eventually mm-hmm. going to burn out. So you need to be able to find the balance and it's healthy, I think, to be able to manage, you know, you know, the physical, like fitness, um, the the mental as far as, you know, building yourself, learning, reading books, uh, listening to audio books um, and the uh, your business work, your work, work ethic, you know, just grinding, you know, going out there, being get pushing yourself towards your goals and actually putting them into action. And then uh, finally, you know, you do need to be able to enjoy yourself because if you don't enjoy the process, you're going to look back and be like, I, w- I think I wasted my time there as far as, you yeah. know, you don't want to work yourself to death as well. Mm-hmm. So 
um, being able to, it's all a, um, it's, it's all a scale. Yes. And yeah. Hard work together. Really. Absolutely. You know, yeah. Cause you could work super hard and emotionally invest yourself a lot in something, which mm-hmm. is what I tend to do for literally everything I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then it just wears me out. Yeah. So it's, yeah, you'll eventually hit a wall. Yeah. But it's also testing those things too, you know? Yeah. And I was pushing it. And like, cause you know, heck, I want to open a, a couple more companies. I got a few ideas, but yeah. also it's like managing. Well, you know, I, <laughs> I got to make sure my marketing company is doing well. And I got some other stuff I got to think about before, you know, I want to mm-hmm. make sure it is, you know, and then it's managing if they do success, you know, if they mm-hmm. are successful, it's managing a couple of companies at once being a 23 year old. Yeah. What that looks like. Um, Absolutely. I mean, starting now is the best time that you can, you know, it's mm-hmm. as you, as you get older, there's, I mean, the opportunities seem to, it's only going to be, I mean, less, and you're going to, yeah. you're going to also, yeah, we've had that be, before, yeah, 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 one less, one less step closer to where you could have been. Mm-hmm. Do you have any? Because I know there's a lot of young people out there, a lot of twenty somethings, you know, that are maybe know a lot of college students or people from college, um, and but they also know a lot of people who are like forty who have, have a family and a job. So there's a lot of middle ground to where people are, and because a lot of uh, twenty somethings are highly. Uh, mobile people could you know yeah. go to college then move somewhere else or stay here you know so there's a lot of shifting going on how is there anything you you can say to people to help them continue what they're doing because obviously it's it's a lot of hard work going on between the ages of 20 30 etc but with yeah 20 somethings you know sort of feeling in the middle mm-hmm. um yeah. we both agreed on this <laughs> together <laughs> yeah. but there's just like uh, <clears throat> knowing people our age um and then just having good mental health through knowing that you're going to be in the middle yeah i mean i think that uh i mean as you're going through this process you're saying for as far as finding that healthy middle um and and finding your direction you need to i mean w- like what i said before as far as you need to understand what it is that you're trying to go towards and that i mean it goes back to the book i'm reading right now which is like start with why like why am i doing this and is this something that i really want to do so if with my internship it, it was something that you know I, w- I was making money and there's future opportunity there but it wasn't something that i enjoyed or wanted to do or could see myself doing for the future mm-hmm. but yeah i still learned through that because i learned then i didn't want to do this mm-hmm. um and so um and the one of the most powerful things is is that you can do, I think, is your your nightly routine and your morning routine, and um, staying consistent with that because you know, going to bed and and or kind of organizing your day so that way you don't get you don't feel like you're waking up and having to scramble to figure out you know everything that you're gonna do. You already have that set, just taking like ten minutes um, mm-hmm. the night before to to get that organized, and then waking up and and getting the things done that you uh, just are gonna do every day. You know, for me, it's it's uh, it's working out. It's um, you know, having a, having a good breakfast, um, reading for mm-hmm. at least like 30 minutes. And, um, and then also, you know, checking my emails mm-hmm. and, um, you can kind of incorporate like checking mm-hmm. my emails is not something I really enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to incorporate those things in the beginning of the day, um, mm-hmm. before you really dive into yeah. your, uh, just to get the hardest things done. First, yeah. Get yeah. those hardest mm-hmm. things done first. So that way, you know, you have no excuse at the end of the day for not doing it. Well, I also think it's preparing you for, uh, being, I don't want to say being better than everyone else, but like if you're waking up early, doing all these certain things that are helping your mental state, I feel a lot more prepared going to the day, and I'm like almost 
use that as an advantage over other people. I don't, I don't really like, it's yeah. not a, a thing you're like, Oh, I'm better. But you than see you, it you know? as, you see but it as like, something. Okay. I feel mentally prepared at 8am, mm-hmm. 7am, whatever it may mm-hmm. be to literally run through a brick wall yeah. and, and yeah. defeat any, any business <laughs> fire that comes my way mm-hmm. because of how you started your morning and how you started your night and then how you, mm-hmm. you know, ran your week, how you, it adds up. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, no, absolutely. And, and I think that's the thing is that most people don't take the time to do the, I mean, do the little things that, you know, they keep pushing off. Um, mm-hmm. And and for me, it's waking up, you know, waking up a few hours, few hours earlier to be able to um, be able to get those things done. So that way, you know, I'm not, again, I'm not feeling like, uh, you know, I'm trying to make up for lost time mm-hmm. or I'm trying to do something, um, cram everything into one day and, and, and try to figure out like that because uh, it's, you can't, you know, you only have a capacity to do so much in one day. You get 24 hours and mm-hmm. yeah, you're sleeping for half of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's really all I have. Do you have anything else you want to no, give this a, is little, great. You know, a little shout out to your companies? You can. Yeah. yeah. Shout out uh, college movers. Um, check us out. We're in Boston, Raleigh, Wilmington, uh, Charleston, Somerville, um, Cedar Rapids, and um, up at University of Northern Iowa as well right now. So, um, and then shout out to High Tech Detail. We're in uh, both Wilmington and Clemson, South Carolina, with the talk of potentially uh, launching in Charlotte and um, in Atlanta. So. If so you're, you're in those, all, if you're, you're in those areas, too, right? yeah, yeah, all socials. We got Instagram. Contact them quickly. You know, yeah, see this guy's face around. Yeah, at least know a face in the business now, so you can reach out to him directly. Or yeah, check us out. If you uh, if you have any questions, or if you just want to, um, just want to talk, or you know, if you want me to expand on anything that I have talked on, you can always reach out to me on my Facebook or or Instagram. Um, I'd be happy to have, happy to talk. Yeah. Sweet. Well, this was the Process Over Profit podcast. Again, I'm Jack here with Danny. Uh, we're at the Prestige Homes Worldwide Recording Studio. Make sure to subscribe, like, follow. Um, we're streaming right now to Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Twitch. And also this podcast will be on Anchor, distributed on uh, audio platforms very shortly. Um, but thanks for tuning in and uh, see you next time. Thank you.